Hey, everybody. Uh, we're uh, sitting here today having a conversation with our good friends, Brian and Elle. That's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Traveler. How are you guys doing? Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. This is <laughs> Hi, Mr. Traveler. So, um, sorry, Elle. Sorry about that. Um, we're having them on this week uh, because they recently did a um, unique or interesting itinerary for a group cruise. Not a lot of people have gone over there and done that itinerary. So I figured this is a, an opportunity to bring you guys on with us and, and discuss that. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds okay. Fun. So let, let's go first. First of all, since I kind of just led into it, what was the itinerary? Uh, where were you guys at? Okay, yeah, we uh, started our adventure in Rome. Uh, I, well, the ship ports out of, and I'm going to butcher it, Chivatavecchia? Chivatavecchia. <laughs> Better than I could do. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's roughly about an hour uh, from Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we left Rome, and we did several stops in Greece, Italy, and Turkey, uh, including Mykonos, Santorini, um, Ephesus, Turkey, Naples, Italy, uh, Athens, Greece. I feel like I'm forgetting something. It was a total of mm-hmm. total of, total uh, of eight ports. Eight ports. Wow. Ten, ten days, eight ports, and very scenic on the way. With um, Chickasavetia is very, very scenic. Very a lot of farmland. It's a beautiful, beautiful drive if you take it. And you don't want to just go there. You want to kind of look at the scenery when you're going because that's the reason for going. So we hit a lot of stops, and hopefully you enjoy this podcast. Take it and use it to your own advantage. Yeah, the the cruise left from Rome, so we flew into Rome a few days ahead of time. First of all, to get acclimated to the time, which is something that we always recommend people do when they travel great distance. Yeah. Like that. Definitely. And um, and then obviously there's a lot to see in Rome. So do you guys, you know, some people know so you know, we're pretty close to Orlando. You guys are even closer to Orlando a little bit. Did you guys fly out of Orlando or did you go somewhere else to fly out of? It was cheaper for us to fly out of Miami. Mm-hmm. We used Tap Portugal Airlines. And if um, you want to watch the video, it's be on our channel, Mr. Traveler. You can go ahead and click over there <laughs> and then pull it up. We work very hard on it, so go watch it. <laughs> so yeah, the it's a you know they're big over in Europe. Mm-hmm. They're carrier around Europe. They've just uh, I don't know how long they'll come into the United States, but they're making uh, a lot of investment into the United States because the planes that come out of New York and Miami are brand new A three thirty Neo, which has the two seats by the window, four seats in the middle, two seats by the window configuration. So it's a really big wide body jet with some big, huge Rolls Royce engines. We opted for the economy plus seating, which included uh, two bags a piece for free. And the price difference on that was we I spent a little over $2,000 for both of us round trip. Uh, so about a thousand a piece. The closest comparative pricing was Air France, I believe, or no, excuse me, British Airways out, out of Orlando. And that would have been uh, roughly about $1,500 a piece for the same Economy Plus seating. Mm-hmm. So we saved roughly about $1,000 just by driving down to Miami. Yeah. Also, the, go ahead. Go ahead, El. The, the most important thing is when you book in the cruise, you want to make sure you, you get a deal on an airfare. That is almost as much as the cruise. So right. that's why we're diving into the prices 
first to let you know how you can save money. That's what Mr. Traveler does. And we want to make sure that you have the best deal you can. We put it all out there, all the prices. We spill the beans. We don't gatekeep any, anything. And that's what we do over here on this podcast. And, so make sure you listen to this. And, and let me say, that was Economy Plus, which I opted yeah. for because... It was four, cho- I, I, four choices. I needed to be comfortable on the flight. I wanted right. that extra leg room, extra room for the seat to lay back. Mm-hmm. If we went regular economy, I think the tickets were like six fifty a piece. Right. So it was really a good deal. Yeah. I'm more about the comfort. <laughs> if I have to fly, yeah. I have to be as comfortable yeah. as possible. Yeah. 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 The extra money for the comfort was very important to me and they and they were very comfortable. Fun fact about Mr. Traveler, he's a little claustrophobic. He don't like to be in tight situations. So he had enough <laughs> leg room. He's a big guy. You know, um, he had, he was he was Right, mm-hmm. you were very good now. So, how no. long was that flight? Uh, it was about eight and a half hours. It was eight out. It, no, I take it back, it was longer than that, right? It was eight hours into uh Spain, Spain, and then we had to switch planes, and then it was another two hours into Rome. Yeah, mm. so you're looking 10 to 11 hours basically. Yeah, from yes. from the eastern part of the country. If it's you're a lot of flying, yeah, <laughs> if you're more central, you know, add on, <laughs> add on hours, right? Yeah, you can do it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So um, I already know this, so I'm I'm playing, you know, ignorant. What cruise line are you guys on? Uh, we opted for Carnival. We did the Carnival Pride on here, which is it's one of my favorite older Carnival ships. Uh, she, so, she's an old girl. She, but you know, she she has a unique design and she has a very Mediterranean theme yes. in the ship, so it kind of fits it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time we had this cruise booked. Uh, pre-pandemic time, it was on Royal Caribbean, uh, but this time the price difference was just so so dramatic. So, yeah, um, you know, it's not necessarily uh, you know, the ship wasn't the destination here; it was is the ports. So, right, right, right. right. Um, you know, everybody. Our, our first cruise was on a Spirit class ship, and we've been on Spirit class numerous times. And it's it's a great size. It's not too small. It's not too big. Mm-hmm. It might not have all the amenities like USB ports and stuff, but it's like you said, uh, that, that ship wasn't the destination. The destination was the destination. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of the places you go for the place, not the cruise, right. not the ship itself. Exactly. Yeah. And, they, and, mm-hmm. and they took great care of us. The ship was very clean, very well maintained. I mean, we didn't have you know any problems on board there, so uh, no complaints. We also want to recommend when you're doing a, a heavy port destination, don't worry about the ship. Just go ahead and get on there, you know, pack your bags and go, because we didn't have not one sea day. We had ports for 10 days straight, and we didn't even care about the ship. We just got on, ate, slept, and got off. That's exactly it. You, that's where you sleep, and that's about it. <laughs> See, you, you, you know we're going on the Viva in, oh, in March. Yeah, beautiful. No port days. No port days. <laughs> Four days. Yeah, busy trip. Wheaties and take your vitamins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I don't think a lot of people will understand uh, like embarkation over there. How was it different on embarkation there? And was the process smooth or what do you think about it? Uh, it was silky smooth. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's okay. I, I mean, oh, nice. um, we, we did go a little earlier because we had such a large group and we needed to put things and people's stateroom doors and that kind of thing. Yeah, being as um, we had over 100 people with us. I mean, literally, we were on in, in, a, in a snap. I mean, probably we got there. We got there so early, we had to sit there and wait. But once they started the embarkation process, it was very smooth. And everybody that came on our group said the same thing. 
no matter what time they got there. They said they got on very quickly. We recommend to get there early, especially if you're overseas, you want to have all your paperwork <laughs> together, just get there early. It'll make your vacation go a lot smoother and you'll have peace of mind. Now, when you guys were, I'm jumping ahead and we'll come back in a few minutes, but when you guys were there, you and, you and me were, uh, you and I were texting or messaging back and forth and you were concerned about the, there was a strike, a union strike. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were, the cabs. it actually was, it was, it was twice. twice. So, mm-hmm. so on the way there, wow. it was a, oh, actually it was three times. Was it three times? It was three times. Okay. On the way there, it was a, um, uh, what do you call them? The, 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 the the air traffic air traffic controller strike oh Oh my gosh on the way there (laughs) but we got our plane in in just enough time where we avoided it and um i think how that one ended up being it was a selective strike so um a few of our people did get stranded in london and they missed their first couple early days in rome but for the most part probably 95 percent of the of the uh, group made it into Rome on time, you know, and that, and that was us coming in early. So. But nobody uh, missed the cruise. Nobody mm-hmm. missed the cruise. Oh, yeah. The cruise left on a Tuesday. Most everybody left home on Friday, arriving on a Saturday. Well, the strike was happening that Saturday morning. Oh. Then while we were in Rome, there was a taxi strike, <laughs> which was very interesting because we were, we all had prepaid tickets for the Coliseum. And um, Vatican. Vatican. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have to be there at, at on time, or you're gonna you're just right. gonna miss it. Mm-hmm. Right. Being as the whole world is there, so <laughs> I mean, we we got up and we found out, and I mean, we hustled. I mean, we did. We were flagging down vans in the middle of the street, but and I think we I I think with the exception of a couple people, we got everybody into the Vatican. But um, you know, it's those. Is that kind of thing that you have to be prepared for if you're going with a with large group because you just never know what's going to happen. You have to make sure you keep and in mind. I'm sorry. You have to make sure you keep in mind the 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 type of people that you're going with as well. Our group. Shout out to our group. I have to give them five high fives. They went above and beyond for all these strikes. They hung in there with us. Nobody fainted. Nobody had a fit. Everybody was just understanding. We appreciate our group that went with us. You have to keep in mind the people you're traveling with as well, because we travel with a lot of veterans. They had yeah. experience. You, you, you know, for all the planning and preparation that you do, you, you know, I never expected that one. Right. Um, you can only but so much. <laughs> I mean, we 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 handled it and, and got through it, and then on the way home, there was a luggage carrier strike mm-hmm. for the airlines yeah. and they were canceling flights left and right you know so they turned on the wi-fi on the ship for everybody the last day so you could check your flight and i think probably more people in the group were affected by that than anything else mm-hmm. um several people mm-hmm. did get stranded yeah. uh for a day or two they again, couldn't make it back home but you know thankfully we we kept in touch with everybody through Facebook and emails and uh, and everybody made it back eventually, but right. that that one did affect us a little bit. That's a you're that's a hard one. You can't plan. You know, you're at their whim. You're you're there. And that's kind of stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So let's go back to the ship. What type of room did you guys have? I, I'm sure I know the answer, but I'm just curious. We got a balcony, and I I want to say it was. 
I want to say it was category eight G yes. uh, balcony, mm-hmm. but I think that the ship was reclassified when it was pulled into dry dock because I believe that the cabin that we were in was at one time considered a suite or a mini suite. Right. Because I found something in the room, like a door hanger or something that said your, your suite attendants on the way, you know, it's just talking about it being <laughs> right, a, right. a suite and it was a bigger, it was a bigger room. So we, we did have uh it was kind of square shaped, you know, we had our, our full bed in there and we had a big full couch with a, with a uh, reclining uh, chair oh, and, nice. a coffee, oh, wow. and a coffee table in there. So it was a lot of room. We ended up having, you know, people, a few people over every now and then just to, you know, sit back and kick it at night. And, uh, and the balcony was a double wide uh, oh, wow. as well. Yeah. So I think it was reclassified from a suite at one point in time. It was a nice size. I mean, you know, she showed her age. Yes. Right. For sure. But, you know, the, the bed was comfy and it was a good size room. Nice. It's been a while since we've been on spirit class and a lot of the ships will vary, but did you guys dine every night in the ship or did you uh, eat out in town some nights? Oh, we, we ate at at every port. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We were some eating machines. Yeah. We, we had our dining every night. Um, We try to do especially dinner one night, but we won't get, that's a whole separate podcast. Well, oh, see, I was about to ask that no. next. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we had an issue with the steakhouse. If you want us to come back, we will. We can talk about it. <laughs> um, and I wasn't really pleased with the way they they handled it either. Oh, but um, we went to our we went to the dining room every night so that we could, you know, we consider that our our socialization time with yeah, our right. group. With the group, yeah. When we went so to we, Turkey, we also had dinner. And, yeah, we had lunch in but, Turkey just to experience the culture. Yeah, at, at every port we tried food because we wanted to try food from. Right, different Every places. Port. Right, yeah. It was good. <laughs> I think yeah. I gained like ten pounds. I would too. Yeah, yeah, it was good, really good. So, port heavy cruise. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do any of the entertainment that's uh, offered on the ship? Do we have time for You know what? I had to think about that. Now we were. The, we went to the club a couple of we few went to nights. The club, that was it. Yeah, we would we would we danced a couple of nights. I think we did go to the comedy. That was it. One night. Yeah, we didn't go to any of the theater mm-hmm. shows. You have to remember on these international uh, cruises, the excursions are like eight and ten hours. Oh, yeah, they wow. were. I mean, even if every day, even if they weren't labor intensive, just kind of being. On the bus for seven, eight hours, so kind of worry out. Constantly talking yeah. and yeah. translating is is a lot. It was a lot. It was well, like running a marathon. It's, it's like any travel day. You might only be sitting in a plane, but you're still traveling. So you're yeah. still tired when you're done. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we enjoyed we enjoyed the club for once. We went to the comedy once. Me, me and Brian just kind of went in and showed our face and loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good for those people have the energy after that to go be dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I am not that yeah. age. <laughs> on, on the Viva, we're going to, one of those ports, we're probably not doing anything just because mm-hmm. we could have a fake sea day. You I think know? we talked about I, grabbing well, some food and then coming back yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I think, I think the nights day. that we did go to the club were because we had a later morning at the, the mm. port was later. It right. wasn't until like 10 o'clock in the morning or something. So we mm-hmm. had... You know, we had a little time to burn. Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's, it's very very time consuming, but it's beneficial because um, you get rewarded 
for to to help people see the world. You yeah. know, it's, it's a lot that comes with being a group leader, and it is a lot of work, but it's it's rewarding. You yeah. you'll see. But make sure you take time for yourself. Yeah, that's what we're, we've been yeah. working on. That right. <laughs> gotta kind of sneak away a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we kind of went over them again uh, a moment ago, but what were the ports? Left out of Rome. We did uh, Messina. We did uh, Mykonos, Santorini, Ephesus, Turkey, Athens, Greece. Mm-hmm. I think we're missing another Greek port there somewhere. Naples. Did I say Naples? Naples. Sicily. That's where Messina is. Sicily. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What was your favorite port? That's a Messina. That's that's a hard. That's a, well, I'll tell I'll tell you too. I think well, I, I think we're both the Turkey, I think we're both the same. But Turkey, Greece, or the no, the most Italy. the most I think that we liked out of all of them was Messina, and it wasn't necessarily Messina. It was the port of Messina. We took uh, a cab and went up to where the Godfather was filmed. Yeah, Tor uh, Tor Tormina. Tormina. Tormina, so there's some of the area where the Godfather was filmed. Mm-hmm. So that's where the Amalfi Coast is. So oh, it's up, it's up mm-hmm. on top of the up on top of the cliff, and you can see Mount Etna in the background. But just you know, stereotypically, it's what you would think of of a old Italian village with the little mm-hmm. narrow cobblestone alleyways, the guys playing accordion and, oh, and violins that. on the street, what and a great vibe. Borgenvillias <laughs> growing everywhere, it's, and it's like a po- living in a poster. Little street yeah. cafes, and I, it, you know, it was a really, really cool place. It was, it, my eyes didn't believe what I was seeing. Really, yeah, it, it's, it's flowers everywhere. It's it's beautiful. Oh wow! And between twelve and three, everybody do take a break. They take a break. They go to siesta and take. A oh break. my gosh, the, the cultures are so different. Yeah, so yeah. the it's one that the one that surprised us the most was Turkey. Turkey surprised us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had a whole different vision of Turkey in my head. I was a little nervous and hesitant because we had to be so covered up there. Um, mm-hmm. But the western side of Turkey is very westernized, mm-hmm. I should say. You know, uh, more of a western culture mm-hmm. than, say, central and eastern Turkey is, which is very heavy, uh, very strict, Cultural. conservative Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why she said cover up. Okay. Yeah. For, so for instance, we had to go see the, the they call it the Mary, the house of Mary, where um Jesus' mother was. And mm-hmm. we had to strictly be covered up to go there. We had to wear um cover-ups. You can't show your shoulders, you can't have on t-shirts, can't show your knees. You know, that's mm-hmm. that was their culture. We had to respect it, and we were in their, you know, their country. So I told all my girls, you know, make sure we get our little cover-ups. And everybody did, but they were very strict. If you if you were showing anything, you cannot go in to the house of Mary. Well, that's really important too. I think when you go to these foreign countries, you have to right. read up on what their cultures are so that you're exactly. not offending anyone yeah. when you go exactly. in or breaking rules or laws. You have no idea what's there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And- and that port, which is the port of Kadazi, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And I was told by uh, the last cruise ship we went on, a guy was from Turkey, our waiter, and he said we're saying it wrong, but it looks like it says Kadazi to me. It's not so I'm calling it Kadazi. <laughs> <laughs> the ancient city of Ephesus from the Bible is there, mm-hmm. and they're under. It's still an active archaeological site, so they're still unburying everything. Yes. But I mean, it's just so cool to see all this history of how people lived and and really to be honest with you what's old is new when you go see 
and see the storekeepers and how they did things. And I mean, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. like our modern society with the the way they were functioning, just kind of like without the technology. It's almost like they stuck in time. They stuck back right. in time. They still have the welding wall where people are pinning prayers on this big giant wall. You know, you go up to the to the wall, it's all kinds of religions, all kinds of cultures, people praying to the wall. And it was, I just I was really taken back by the the world that we live in and the different type of cultures, just like Jen said. We have to respect where we are um, and take take into consideration where we are because it's very, very disrespectful if you dress a certain way or if you say certain things. We have to make sure we study before we go. Right. Mm -hmm. We as Americans kind of forget that, you know, we just we're Americans. We just do what we want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't think people are uh, at times trying to be disrespectful, but they just need to be mindful of, Mm -hmm. of where they're at and what they're doing. Most definitely. Definitely. So on the opposite side, you know, I asked you about the embark. What about the disembark? Now, I know there was some luggage issues, that, you know, but what about the processes, you know, getting back off the ship? Yeah, it was it, it was pretty smooth. I mean, it was uh, just like a Caribbean, just like okay. a Caribbean okay. cruise. I, um, you just tend to where, have a lot more luggage. Yeah, that's true. We had a lot more cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, no idea. I mean, we're <laughs> I bring back an extra suitcase. We're, we're shopping. We're platinum with Carnival, so we yeah. do the we took advantage of the platinum lounge, and we sit around and when they call us, we're like one of the first ones off the ship. So it was a lot of sitting and waiting. Yeah. yeah. Do they do since it's overseas? Do they do the self assist uh, disembark? Uh yes, they did. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I don't know how many people took advantage of that or not. I don't yeah, know. The extra luggage, much more luggage. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just curious if they did offer it. Yeah, mm-hmm. two bags, two carry-ons. It was a, a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. a lot. That's a lot to try to manage on your own, wheeling everything out. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And then you're tired from hitting the ports too. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're exhausted. <laughs> you just want to go home, but no, you have a ten-hour flight. So you exactly. And then get that over with, then carry the bags. It was a lot. Yeah. But it was worth it. I'll do it again. I can't wait to go back. Mm-hmm. Me and Brian was just talking about it. Um, we, we cannot wait to go back. We, we want to go back very soon. Wonderful. Sounds so, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Looking back, well, let me say, every time we go on a cruise, or I always, like, try to get in the moment, right? Like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. this food is so good. It's the best thing I ever had. Or, or the people were so nice. So if you look back, what was the biggest highlight to this trip for you guys? Well, for me, the history overall, mm-hmm. um, especially in Rome, especially in, in Italy and Turkey, for me, you know, I'm I definitely a believer. So going and seeing these things and, you know, even if even if you take that aspect out of it, going to the Colosseum and knowing the things that happened there. Historically, and and putting your feet in places where you know where history has been made, civilizations have born and died in these places, and and the people that we've read about in books and seen in movies that their feet have been, you know, in this place. Mm -hmm. Um, So the history was amazing to me, and to see uh, it, it was amazing to see these things built out of stone and wood and metals without the technology that we have today is mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Vatican, to look up and see yeah. um, all the paintings that was done by hand, you have to appreciate the art. Right. There was art 
everywhere. And what was, what was surprising was when we went to the Vatican, when we went to the Coliseum, when we went to these places, there are no air conditioning. It was hot. Right. <laughs> and they have to make sure they preserve the art there. So to step back in time to, like Brian, Brian said, we are believers, to step into the Bible, to see Ephesus and to see the cities and to see, you know, the remains was just amazing. You cannot put into to uh to words everybody have to have their own opinions of these places but for us we just was able to just like jt said to step into the moment and mm-hmm. see what was on tv wow the godfather was filmed here you know you can see t- the the uh singers and Terramina with the what do you call those uh, those accordions they were really walking around the street singing you know and um to see everything that was on tv and in the bible was just uh, absolutely unbelievable for me mm-hmm. i would think even if you didn't have your beliefs just knowing your piece right. in history exactly. and everything that happened right. there, roots. I, I get emotional right. just thinking about that and just yeah. knowing that you're in history it's crazy so it's funny you guys are, think about that kind of stuff similar to me and I've been into a lot of those countries only because of past experiences in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but an example, have you guys been to DC and the Capitol building and stuff like that before? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the steps are, they're all stone. They're all marble, but there's grooves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many people walked there? Who walked there? It was George Washington there. It was, mm-hmm. You know, so it's the mm-hmm. same thing. And, and yeah, absolutely. I, we're a lot alike in that sense. It was yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. So I have a question. Hang on. Oh, what was your least favorite port and why? Because everyone's got a least favorite. Oh boy. Mine was Santorini with the donkeys. <laughs> they give you a bad Santorini experience. <laughs> with the donkeys. We had like five people fall. One person oh. almost broke their arm. Oh no. Um, the donkeys waist was we were slipping and sliding on it. So oh, no. it was it was like the, the Greeks, they didn't have time to clean up. You know, so we had to go 588 stairs up, and you could just imagine the smell. So, oh, no. so it, was, it was brutal. So here's oh. the problem with Santorini, and this is and it's, it's a, beautiful. It's actually a great point to bring up if you're considering doing a trip that involves Santorini. I've noticed more and more as I've been like looking into them that they have ships that are staying there till like 10, 11 o'clock at night, which is perfect. If you've got more than two ships in Santorini at any given time, oh, and they're and they're leaving. Around the same time, if it's like four or five o'clock at night, you are in trouble. You in big trouble. There's only two, well, three ways, I guess. Actually, you can traverse Santorini. One is you can climb the 588 stairs if you like, which is a lot. You can take the donkeys up, which is what we did. We took the donkeys up. It was like 10, 10 euros a piece. We took the donkeys up, which was fun. If you're not a rider, it could be dangerous. And we ride. So the third option is they have a gondola oh. that goes up there with a three-hour wait. So well, oh, going up, going up is not the problem. It's coming back down. It's coming back down. So when you have all the ships leaving at four or five o'clock, there's a line. around about one o'clock or so, everybody's like, oh, "I want to take back. the gondola." Yep. The line for the gondola was easily three hours long. Oh wow! Maybe four. Um. That's so, the most complaints we got out of our group. A lot of us, one hundred percent complaints. A lot of us had to take the stairs back down, which you oh. could have took the donkeys back down, but it looked a little, it looked a little sketchy. Little <laughs> it, was, it was slippery. You know what? I just told you. But they, slippery. but they, in hindsight, I would have took, I would take the donkeys back down next time because they chain them up. They, they, there's like five or six donkeys chained together, so if one of them slides. 
The other ones are gonna. So you gotta remember, you off a cliff. Yeah, no. either, no, like either that or you're all going down. It's like a curve. It's a wall. Literally, it's no, a wall. It's like a curve. I'm telling you. Yeah, oh, but it, it, listen to me. Yeah, nothing there. So, but we walked down the stairs, and yeah, to her yeah, point, there walk. was even when they did clean up after the donkeys, there's still, there's still residue. Some residue there, right? <laughs> and boy, didn't hear about it at dinner. Yeah, oh, several okay. people fell. One place you don't want to hear. About. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so a lot of people. But fell. It, but listen. It, it that was the number one place I wanted to go to out of the whole cruise. That's where I want yeah. to go. Yeah, it is absolutely beautiful. beautiful but let's let's, let's tell the little secret. If you go to Ia, right down twenty minutes down, you don't have to worry about that. It's oh. a little bit easier getting on. I, Nobody told us about the secret until yeah, after we well, got to I have a theory, I have a theory about it, but I have to research if it's doable. Well, I haven't researched that yet. Go ahead and tell me what's, what's the theory. Well, I think you if if you've got an early cruise that goes up, I think you can go up and enjoy your day in Santorini just fine, and then take a bus or a taxi down to Ia, and it has less steps. I don't know how many steps Ia has. It's less. It looks like it might be a couple hundred as opposed mm-hmm. to five hundred eighty-eight. That's a lot. <laughs> Um, but from at the base of Ia, you can take a water taxi back to the Santorini port. And it's not so oh. big. Mm-hmm. We didn't know until we got off. So right. I think that I think that that's a viable option. So. But um, I have to do further research on that. Okay. Outside of that, uh, that was a real good tip. <laughs> my next question, you kind of ruined it. But hey, that's okay. Yeah, oh, other than that, other than that, great. Oh, tip. we like we like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. We all do it well. Um, other than that tip, is there any any information that you can share, any tips that you can share about possibly doing an itinerary like that and or pride? Anything on the pride that stood out to you that you might want to share or a, a lack of something that you might want to share? Uh, with that with that trip over there, it's just all preparation, making sure you're ready to go. We We, we went over there and one of our Ports, Mykonos, we were going to do uh, scooters and things like that. And uh, on the website, it had a, you know, it said you had to have an international driver's license, which is not a big deal. Right. It's just you go to AAA for the most part, and it was like a 15 minute deal. And, it was 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, really, I think you can get them online as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we got over there, we found out we didn't need them. You don't need them unless you're actually driving a car. Car. Right. Uh, okay. But you know, I think it was good to have. I mean, it's just it's just little things like that because, like I told them, I said I'd rather have it not need it than right. you know the the other way around and then get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's it's about about the preparation. Check your country's currencies. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that we found out, which I, I saw in several different places, but then when I saw it on Rick Stevens Europe, you know, because he's a pretty good authority on on things over there. People were really wanting to go to the bank and just get fistful of euros before we went on the trip. Right. And I found out that it was actually cheaper to go to the ATMs over there and oh, put wow. your card in to get money out the ATM. The exchange rate is lower. Oh, that's a good oh. tip. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were. That's what we were doing. So we took American money with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had so much allotted per port or whatever, and I don't think we really spent it because we were using the euros or whatever. But we had it just in case. I'd rather use their money than try to expect them to be truthful about the exchange rate. Right. So mm-hmm. preparation is the key when going that far. Research every country you're going to, figure out what you want to do, don't want to do. Yes. I just I just add that um, with 
just to piggyback on what Mr. Traveler said with preparation, you want to have a plan A and a plan B. Um, when we we went, we went with like over a hundred people. So everybody don't like to do everything right. that we like to do, you know. So you want to have at least three things set up for that day, just like we said about the strikes going on, that the cabs could have just ruined, you know, right. our trips. But thankfully we had something else set up just in case that the, the Coliseum didn't go through, or just in case, you know, we always had a plan B for whatever um, trips that we chose. When you are a group leader, you have to think far ahead and prepare for the other countries because they don't think like we do. You know, they go on strike. <laughs> you know, things happen. So you want to be prepared for that as well as to make, make sure your group have the best time that they can so they can come back. Now, do you feel like you had to prep way more for this group cruise than any other group cruise because yeah. of being out of the country like that? This was this was the most oh, work yeah. we've ever done on any group cruises, and we've been doing this for a long time. Right, and I even had to assist full time. This is what I do full time. Mister Traveler has a job, full time job, but I do it full time. But I had to just x out everything else, take a break, and just work on the group right. because you want to make sure you get that work done, so you can enjoy it too as well. Yeah. Right. The more planning you do, the more you can enjoy it later. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. because it's, it's not just the the destinations, and everything you're planning for. Yeah. Then keep them busy. Then you start dealing <laughs> with different um, personalities. Personalities. That's exactly what I was going to say. You have to learn. I know. I know. Jen and Jen uh, and they definitely have have experienced that with us. The different personalities <laughs> yeah. that we deal with. All the time. Yes. You got to adapt. So that's right. Shout out, shout out to you guys for helping us with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would add one thing to that for suggestions, um, especially for a trip like that. Use find yourself a good travel advisor, <laughs> travel agent to plan that. And I have a story on that. And he's a customer of ours, and I won't say names. He booked. Uh, he was doing the cruise the week before you guys, or two weeks before you over there, right? I tried to get him to, you know, manage the airfare because it's. Let's put it in your package. Let's do everything together. Let's make sure we're in line, right? He goes, yes, but we'll add it later on. I'm like, price is going to go up, you know. But let's let's take care of that. He goes, no, just do the you know the gratuities, the the travel insurance, and the transportation. Okay. So then here comes I get a call and he's in Heathrow Airport. Carnival's not here to pick me up, and I'm like, well, that transportation to the cruise line is for the day of the cruise. You know, find yourself a good travel agent and and communicate with your travel yes. agent. Because then I had to go back through, get a refund for for him, and try to find him transportation from oh, wow. Heathrow over. Wow. And what that, that day it wasn't real easy to do, but uh, yeah, just had to had to jump in there with you. You know, give give us some advertising. Come come work with us. That's right. <laughs> yes. Great. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Are there? Any last minute, any final thoughts, itinerary, ship, anything? Well, I mean, it's just, it, it's, if you're just used to a, a Caribbean this is, this is different. experience as far as cruising goes, and you've always wanted about a Mediterranean, and this is going to actually be a subject that we're going to be tackling pretty soon, yeah, kind of the difference between the- not a beach day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it you know, it, some of the things that we've talked about kind of cover this, but I mean- it's so much more planning than, you know, just throwing your your sunblock and your, you know, your swimsuit in the bag and, and yeah. going for it for the Caribbean. I mean, you've got to have all your 
your documentation together, all your I's dotted, your T's crossed. Hotels book. One, uh, let me add this. This is one major thing that you have to got to make sure that you've done because we saw somebody get hurt by it on this trip. You must, in a lot of countries, have at least six months remaining on your passport right. when you return home. Yep. And it's got to be at least six months old when you leave. We were in we were in Miami, Miami. right? We were in Miami and this on, couple on our way. On our way, and this couple was going over to Europe and they were denied boarding they were, on the plane because of their passport. Oh, I, I was wow. they were crying. I was crying too. Oh, um, we were standing right behind them. So, you know, things like that are just I mean it's heartbreaking, but it's just so much more involved in it. And then on the uh, you know, activity side, it's just a lot more sightseeing and historical they do have plenty of beautiful beaches over there but i found most of them a lot of them to be you know kind of rocky beaches and Mm -hmm. things like that but by by far it's a lot of is you know when we go back i will probably visit the beaches a little bit more than we did since we did the historical stuff Mm -hmm. but it's definitely different from you know just doing a a caribbean cruise it's a lot more involved more sightseeing right and and i shared with you guys when i came back i I personally did because I did every single excursion, you know, went all the way to the top of it. <laughs> Other people were pooping out. I think by the time I got to Athens, I was done. The, Acro- I was done the, the Acropolis, you have to climb. Oh my gosh. You have to yes. climb the mountain, go to Acropolis, and pretty much everybody was done. I did it again. But by the time we were done, I had logged 62 miles on my Fitbit. Oh <laughs> gosh. Which is we were zombies. Which is the uh, equivalent of walking from Disney World in Orlando to the Port Canaveral. Oh my god. One, one way. Literally one way. walked that far. Wow. Literally. With our group. Like everybody so. went. Nobody really missed. Some people was like, I'm pooped. I'm done. I cannot do it. <laughs> yeah, they were. I gotta cancel this discouraging. My feet hurt. I gotta yeah. blister. Yeah. They were literally canceling excursions because it was way too much walking for them a it's lot. a very very advanced advanced um trip and you have to be prepared for it but you will see some things you will never see in life and you put your eyes on literally a like a history book it, it, right. i just recommend this trip you got to do it um i think that's about all i got for you guys you answered some of my questions, so I didn't have to a- ask them. So it worked out perfect. Nice leading. <laughs> I told you we like to talk. <laughs> Natural progression and lead-ins. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So you think you're going to go back. You're going to try to go back. Mm-hmm. Here's, oh, I have a, a question, too. That's what I was going to ask, I think. As yeah, a group or the by two yourself. of you? Oh, I don't mind doing the group again. That, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Go back. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> Elle's face gave it all away. Messina was very romantic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, either way, I mean, because there there's some places that we did not we'll go to that we wanted to go to. Yeah. There's some people who could not make it on this one that definitely want us to go back with them because they feel comfortable with us. Right. Okay. We'll do another. Group. We 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 want to see. We, we definitely want to see Venice. Venice is I on, have to do Venice. on the list. I have to do Paris. The, I have to do London. The Venice is the one place I really really wanted to go to Capri. outside of Santorini. I want to see Capri. And then the northern Italy, yeah, going into France, mm-hmm. and then uh, Barcelona. Uh, that I would like to do that as That's well. A, is is that um, does Royal Royal does that one that that itinerary don't they? Yeah, I think they all they all do. Uh, okay. 
at some point in time. Sometimes it's repositionings or whatever. But yeah, when we were on Royal Caribbean, that that one actually was leaving out of Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're heavy in that in that part of of the Med in Europe. I think they're heavy over there. And and uh, uh, one one tip also, if you're researching doing your Mediterranean cruise, well, like JT said, uh, everybody said here. Find a good travel agent. You got a couple here. You got a few. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Um, everybody talking on here can help you. Be leery about uh, jumping on an MSC cruise for the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not knocking the line at all. But if you go on an MSC cruise, which is probably by far the most reasonably priced ones over there, mm-hmm. and it will be a very, very European experience. It's very different. Whereas if you take a Royal Caribbean or a Carnival or a Norwegian, uh, or even Virgin's doing a nice cruise over there now, you know, you'll be in the Mediterranean and they will have Mediterranean offerings, you know, because they're trying to give you a flair for the area. But, you know, if you want a good old cheeseburger and fries, they got that for you too. You're not going to get that on MSC. You want MSC, the food is going to be It's going to be very 100% European. European. You're going to have charcuterie boards. The sh- the shows are going to be 100% European. Yeah. Right. The yeah. crowd is going to be 100% European. The 90% of the crowd speaks Italian or oh. some other type of um well, language. You know, we've we've Jen didn't get to go with me, but we've been on MSC here in the states. And they definitely target, even though they're here in the States, they are targeting a heavy international crowd. Yes, they do. Yeah. They feel comfortable on there. Yeah, because if I'm Italian and I want to go to the Caribbean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll come here and get on MSC because of, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, MSC is is their carnival. Yes. Yes. So when when they come here, they feel comfortable with it because the MSC ships here still have a European flair. Yes. But they've done a good job of Americanizing some things on there, like mm-hmm. the shows and definitely the food. Yeah, they're yeah. coming around. That's for sure. I, they got the best pasta on the ocean. I know that much. <laughs> they do. Uh, you haven't been on Celebrity yet. You haven't yet. been on Celebrity. Mm-hmm. Nope. They make it from scratch. Oh, buddy. Oh, well, wow. guess what? So does the main dining room on MSC. All their pastas oh. are handmade. Mm. Not in the buffet. But in the main dining room, they are. Yeah, on celebrity, the 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 even in the buffet, they they make it right there. They, oh okay. wow, man, yeah. Can it, I just it, add one more thing to you were saying that some things that we didn't like about um, traveling, uh, you know, internationally. Another thing, a, a complaint that we got, not really a complaint, but um, it threw our group off guard was the fees. When we went on the excursions, mm. they charged just a little bit more for some of the. <laughs> some of the excursions versus what they had on the ticket. So I just wanted to make sure you prepare when you go overseas to bring a little extra cash because they can charge whatever they want. Well, you read, you read the fine print. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of excursions that we did that did not include admission. So when we get to these places, Mm -hmm. you have to pay the $20 or whatever it is to get in. You know, the, mm-hmm. the the fee that you paid already is for the transportation and for the local guide mm-hmm. over there. Oh, that's um, much different than here because yeah, everything's yeah. included. Everything's in included fee. here. Right. Yeah. Right. When you get there, you shock, you're like, what is this $50? I, I think there was paid. only a couple that included the that included the fee. So mm-hmm. um, that was that was only thing so, I was uh, back. Uh, you know, that's probably one thing that we took away that we probably could have mm-hmm. prepped people for a little bit yeah. better, mm-hmm. uh, even though it says as big as a day on the ticket. 
I'm like, I can, I know that and, I can read. And, and the, and the other thing as well is making sure that you have, if you have a connecting flight to make sure that you the have time. ample time right. between those flights, because those international airports are a doozy. So you want to make sure you have, I would say at least three hours in between your connector. Yeah. It was, it was very, very busy. Uh, you know, two hours of, Two hours might be comfortable. I would feel better with three. Right. Anything less than that, we were we were running. We were running. Yeah. With bags. With the bags. <laughs> yep. You said you had something you wanted to ask? No, you asked it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So it sounds like uh, I, I stole her thunder there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back to you. <laughs> Next time. Next time. So yeah, I, I think we've uh, touched base on on the whole trip, you know, condensed version, of course. So yeah, I think we got. I think that's everything we got. Um, I, I want to thank you guys for for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. Um, we'll, it's nice this. talking to friends on yes. this. Yes, <laughs> and so you got Sometimes I get so excited, I over talk, Mr. Traveler. <laughs> but you know, I'll be trying to get my little two cent in too. Yeah. <laughs> I am not editing that part out. It's no, still- you don't have to edit that part out. They know. Our subscribers know. <laughs> so, but uh, do appreciate it. Maybe someday we'll restart the our podcast. But hey, that's another really small. Busy. Another, 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 another. I know. I know. Everybody asks me that too. Don't you're not the only one. Everybody's like, "What start the podcast again?" I'm like, I don't know what. I'm trying to get them to. They so busy, and it's been a it's wave season with cruising and. I'm trying. I'm trying to get back to our, yeah. our filming schedule. Yes. Yeah. Right. Again, I appreciate you guys joining us today. I think we went a little bit longer, but that's okay. Yeah. We had some technical difficulties at the beginning. So, uh, again, thank you for coming. Thank you so much. We appreciate and it so thank much. Thank you for having us. Pleasure to be here. We wouldn't want anybody else on our team. We love you, Jim. Thank Jamie. you. We love you guys. Definitely. My Definitely. brother and sister from another mother. That's yes. right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And we will see you later. Bye.